This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. Let's get into a little baseball talk. Let's bring in Brandon Warren on the phone right now. He is host of Locked On Twins, the podcast. Follow him on Twitter. A great follow, Brandon underscore Warren. So, Brandon, let's talk a little Twins. And for me, somebody who covered spring training for the Twins for a few years, I feel like the optimism was always there. And on paper, the Twins, like, look pretty solid. What's with the Twins in the postseason? Because it feels like they just can't get over that hump when it comes to, you know, playing in the postseason. Well, and you want to blame the Yankees, but last time it was the Astros. So at some point, you just got to kind of look inward and realize something you're doing is missing the mark. And so, I mean, a long time ago it was they'd face the Yankees, they'd have a bunch of command and control pitchers against an offense that never expanded the strike zone. Now it just kind of feels like it's bad luck or they, they, you know, disturbed some kind of curse. And so I'm not really sure, but – Every year we keep telling ourselves that this is the year, this is the year, this is the year, and this is no different. A lot of Twins fans are eager to see what is uh, yet to come here in 2023. Brandon, when you talk about Carlos Correa, his journey back to Minnesota is absolutely crazy. So how lucky are the Twins that he is back and have all those possible issues surrounding his health and resolve? They're extremely fortunate. If you look at their offseason, yeah. it's it's – make or break whether they get Correa because nothing else really makes sense if they don't. And the path to get him was very narrow and winding. So yeah, it saved a lot of uh, angst from twins fans, this happening, uh, you know, as far as health issues resolved, um, I, I wouldn't say resolved. We still don't really know what the future holds for his ankle or, or how his ankle will hold up. But the more things that come out, the more you really get uh, curious what the heck's going on there because this is a guy who's never really missed any time due to injuries, the initial injuries almost a decade ago. And for whatever reason, it tripped up a lot of people over a lot of money. And, um, you know, you know you're a special player, though, when $200 million is considered a disappointment. So it's, uh, it's going to be very interesting to see how it plays out over the next six years. I think Twins and their fans are glad to have a front row seat. But, um, you know, if, if you tried to script that, it would probably get sent back for being too unbelievable. <laughs> right. Definitely a saga of Carlos Correa. Let's mm-hmm. talk about winning the division. What are the chances that the Twins can win the Central? Because right now the odds makers don't really have them as a team that you should really be watching for. Uh, as far as the odds goes, they're behind the Indians. And the White Sox, but like I said, this is a good Twins team on paper. What has to go right for the Twins to win the division? Yeah, I'm looking at projections that put them in like the 30% range to win the division with Cleveland in the 40s, whatever. To, to go right, they need basically the opposite of what happened last year. And it's if they have to dig into their depth, um, that they're more better prepared. They're that they're better prepared for that. You know, last year. Byron Buxton deals with injuries and you have to dip down into St. Paul for someone like Jake Cave, who's no longer with the team. Now it's Michael A. Taylor. A lot of the moves they made this offseason were to hedge against the potential injury issues of their big-time players. And Carlos Correa apparently now is no exception. So they've kind of insulated themselves with depth. Kyle Farmer, Donovan Solano, uh, I mentioned Taylor. You know, I don't think it's any coincidence that the Twins backed up their gold glove center fielder 
with another center fielder who has won a gold glove. They want to make sure that if players go down and injuries happen, they are going to be prepared for it. They also, too, hired away the trainer from the uh, Oakland A's. So they're, they're preparing themselves for this to be different than last year. Their, their starting rotation, one through five, is solid. You know, maybe not your typical number one on that list, but but very, very solid. They're going to take the approach of um, all hands on deck. They're, tw- they're 26 guys will hopefully be able to be your 26 by being deeper as opposed to, you know, my stars against your stars. Though, let's be honest, Byron Buxton and Carlos Correa is a pretty good top of a of a roster, too. We're talking with Brandon Warren, who covers Major League Baseball and the Twins via Access Twins on Substack, also host of the Locked On Twins podcast. I was going to ask you about Byron Buxton because he is such a tantalizing talent, finally made the All-Star game last year. How much confidence do you have that he can stay healthy for a sustained period of time? He's got the talent. It's just a matter of him staying right. I wouldn't call it a lot of confidence, but you have to acknowledge the fact that the Twins have taken different approaches. Uh, You know, the definition of insanity is trying to do the same thing over and over again (laughs) and expecting a different Mm -hmm. result. They've got a new trainer. They've had built-in more rest days, built-in more now DH days, I suspect, because, again, you can throw Taylor out there in center, you know, a former gold glove caliber center fielder who is not a great hitter, but, um, you know, decent player. They're making preparations for Buxton to DH more often if it if it comes down to it. They understand that he is kind of their pivot point. They're going to go as far as Byron Buxton will carry them. And they want to make sure that the load that he carries is um, <laughs> not so much that it'll injure him along the way. So um, I, I I come into every year confident that he can do it, but um, same deal. If you go in expecting it to just happen without actually putting in the work, it's not going to happen. So, um, you know, I'd say I'm modestly confident. And if he does, the sky is the limit for this team because he was absolutely incredible when he was healthy last year. Oh, yeah, the definition of a five-tool player. And if you ever get a chance, watching Byron Buxton run the bases is flat-out amazing. So let's talk about the identity of the Twins because I think the last time they won the division, they were the Bomba squad. They were hitting a lot of home runs. Mm -hmm. What's the identity this year for Minnesota? (laughs) That's a a good question because um, the the, the thing they kind of go for is we can fix him, I think. It's uh, oh, more of a popular, funny, yeah, more of a popular, <laughs> funny thing in uh, in other parts of society. But um, you know, Joey Gallo, they want to take him and see if they can make him the best version of himself. And you know, Sonny Gray was down with the Yankees, and he goes to the Reds, and they they keep trying to get players that they can build up. And so, with that said, it, it seems weird to say that a team with Byron Buxton and Carlos Correa isn't a team built on stars, but again, they're just going to keep going at you with depth and they're going to go at you with, you know, their, their third guy on the bench is good enough to start for some teams, you know, Kyle Farmer, pretty good against left-handed pitching and, you know, you can play a little short, whatever. They're going to hit you with depth. They don't have that ace. They don't, you know, their bullpen, they have a couple of pretty good flamethrowers, but again, they want to roll five, six deep there, five, six deep in the rotation, um, the, the first guy who will not be in the rotation is Bailey Ober. He's got plenty of big league success. They just want to be fortified. So for me, it comes back to depth. 
Brandon, when you look at this team as a whole, what would you say their biggest weakness is? Is it the bullpen? You know, it's it's. I'd say the bullpen is in the mix, but for me, I okay. want to see what the young hitters can do. Like, I need to know if Alex Kirloff is going to be that guy. Trevor Larnick is going to be that guy. Jose Miranda started to look like that guy, but, you know, the path to success in the big leagues is, is very variable. Um, the bullpen does have question marks, but Emilio Pagan being your number fifth or sixth reliever rather than closing games out against Cleveland in the middle of a pennant race um, – certainly is a, is a much better situation. If, if Jorge Lopez looks anything like he did last year, though, I think the bullpen is going to be pretty good. But I am, I'm probably the high man on the bullpen, too. So, But, again, show me these young hitters. When Royce Lewis comes back, what does he look like? Um, the youth can carry this team, and they may have to if Correa and Buxton deal with injuries. Yeah, so you just mentioned Royce Lewis. What are some other players to watch? Like, you cover the Twins. Like, I don't know their prospects. What's somebody who may excite fans that we're not really following? Because we know Carlos Correa is not coming out of the woodwork, and neither is Byron Buxton. <laughs> Who's somebody to watch for? Yeah, so Edward Julien is a, well, I say infield prospect. He doesn't really have a strong defensive position, but he absolutely mashes. And he's almost 24, so you get to that age in your prospect status where teams are more likely to kind of move you up a little faster. But he hits everything in sight, has great discipline. And despite not really having a defensive home, the Twins have at bats available at DH and at first base, possibly. So I think Edouard Julien is going to be the guy to keep an eye on as far as, you know, he's on the 40-man roster. He's got some high-level success in the minor leagues and there could be opportunities sooner rather than later. So, so that's the guy I'm looking at. All right. Great stuff. All you need to know about the twins, go ahead and give him a follow at Brandon underscore Warren. Uh, he is the host of locked on twins. And also he's a writer for access twins on his sub stack. Brandon, great stuff today. Thanks for stopping by. Thanks. Be good. For more, listen to The Daily Tip, presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.